Optus Hacker reveals they're clearly not from a major city. Brad Arthur puts on his best fit, and a woman clearly has a change of heart. Hey, I'm Effie Bateman, and this is your Daily Batuta for Tuesday, the 27th of September. And I'm Errol Parker, making news this afternoon. Police have determined the Optus Hacker probably isn't from Sydney, after asking for a modest $1 million ransom. Yes, investigators have been able to narrow down the Optus hacker's whereabouts today after they asked for a pathetic $1 million ransom that anyone on the Optus board could pay from their everyday saver account. Speaking to the media this morning in Sydney, Detective Declan Taylor from the Australian Federal Police has said the team was buoyed by the news but will not rest until they unfuck this pooch for the Optus shareholders. He said if he asked for like somewhere in the ballpark of 20 million then yeah we probably would be looking in Australia but that fact is that a million Australian pesos won't get you very far. You'd still have to live in some jazzed up shithole near a capital city. A million in Bitcoin wouldn't get you very far either. So we know this son of a bitch doesn't live in Australia. I reckon it could be a a teenager because they've gone back and said, oh, look, we're not going to release it anymore. We're this, you know, there's too much heat. Sounds like they've gotten in trouble by their parents or something. Yeah, I've lost a bit of respect for this Optus hacker. I will yeah. just I just wanted them to go down in a I blaze. I wanted to see the chaos. I just wanted to see them go down in a blaze of glory. Speaking of going down in a blaze of glory, Eels fans starting to believe as Brad Arthur rocks up to Paraleagues in Jack Gibson's kangaroo fur coat. Pandemonium will break through the western suburbs this weekend as the embattled Eels take to the Sydney Olympic Park for a battle of the west against their neighbours, the Penrith Panthers. No club in the entire NRL competition has a longer premiership drought than the Eels, who have grinded their way to the big dance with a 24-20 preliminary win over the Cowboys in Townsville on Friday night. Reports coming out of the Paraleagues can today confirm that Eels coach Brad Arthur has just arrived in Sterlo Sports Bar, dressed like a premiership winning coach. Complete with gold-framed sunglasses, the 229-match coach has broken out the iconic kangaroo coat made famous by the first man to ever take them all the way, Jack Gibson. Yes, the three successive premierships famously, 1981, 82 and 83, of course. But witnesses say that Arthur does not even appear to look uncomfortable in such a glitzy number, with excitement bubbling from Paralane all the way through to the pokies. Well, good luck to the Eels, I say. And our last story of the day has a headline that reads, Child-free woman having a nice interaction with toddler informed she, quote, must be changing her mind. (laughs) Yes, local woman Sylvie Wenham has today learnt that being nice to a child means you're definitely clucky, as everyone knows a child-free woman is a witch who snarls and hisses at the mere sight of a pint-sized human. Despite having stated a solid 10 years ago that she has absolutely no desire to be a mother, Sylvie has had to deal with unwanted opinions from both family and friends and assurances that she'll, quote, change her mind, not to mention the in-depth questions on reasons why she doesn't want them, which she shouldn't have to, quote, fucking explain. It's alleged Sylvie made the drive to the Burbs for her sister's birthday when she made the stupid mistake of playing a game with her three-year-old nephew, prompting multiple family members to descend upon her like vultures circling a dying animal and saying shit like, someone's clucky and oh, looks so good on you. Yeah, well, I found with family it's always best to answer back saying, well, I can't and because I inherited your genes, it's your fault. <laughs> 
And today's quote of the day comes from the nation's most famous handbag, Anthony Coletti, of course, the husband of uh, presumably deceased uh, fraudster Melissa Caddick. He maintains he had no link with his wife defrauding friends and family, you know, millions of dollars, yada, yada, yada. He was asked at any point, did he question why ASIC was extensively searching through his wife's business office and seizing hardware and valuable items? He said, no, I don't believe I was really worried about that. At any point in time, I was just under the belief that she had done nothing wrong. And Miss Clady agreed the event was abnormal and quite shocking. Sounds like a, um, a wife who's trying to convince herself that her husband's not cheating, so doesn't look at the phone, doesn't want to know. Yeah, I think we can just draw a line through this whole affair and, you know, if you got hoodwinked, you know, tough titties, as they say in France. And until tomorrow, my name is Errol Parker. And I'm Effie Bateman. See you later.